0: So how much does an introvert weigh? Well, it's tough to say, but usually not enough to break the ice. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, price you have a choice. rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, I Tell Bad Jokes, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Today, I want to talk about introverts and extroverts. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about superstitions. Uh, last week, I had Jason Bay on the show. We started talking about introverts and extroverts, and I want to dig a little bit more into that uh, topic because, I mean, look, for a long time, It was believed that you had to be an extrovert to be in sales. You had to be willing to shake everybody's hands. You had to be willing to slap people on the back. You had to be willing to crack bad jokes. You had to be the life of the party all the time. And as I talked to more and more salespeople... Uh, I see a lot more introverts. As a matter of fact, I identify as an introvert, which is something that some people disagree with or don't suspect about me. But what I am able to do is turn on the extrovert when I need to. But it does take a little bit more out of me than uh, a lot of people might think. So I want to dig into this conversation today. And if you go back a week to Jason Bayes and my discussion, you know he said he's like on the scale of introvert being one and extrovert being 10, he's like a four or a five. And I would put myself in that same mode. Like I would rather not be the center of attention all the time, but if I need to be the center of attention, I'm happy to take that role on if I, you know, or I, I would rather, you know, hold the wall up at a party and see some place where I might insert myself into that conversation. I might enter a conversation by asking more questions rather than volunteering, you, you know, to carry the discussion, but I'm still willing to enter those conversations. And, and some of that flexibility is absolutely necessary right? There are going to be times where you need to turn on the other, regardless of how you identify. And that is the flexibility. That is the chameleon-like nature that um, salespeople uh, need to have. And, and that speaks to something that Dan Pink wrote about in To Sell is Human. He talks about ambiverts and the willingness, the ability uh, to kind of switch forms temporarily selling is not a manual to be followed, selling is a problem or a series of problems to be solved. So understanding the problem itself, understanding the solution you need to get to, and then being able to reverse engineer the path to getting there. That's where being an ambivert or training yourself to be an ambivert is really, really helpful. But I also want to go back to the limitations that we have in this problem-solving sequence. You can't ever be someone that you're not. This is about using your own talents, skills, experience, expertise, gifts to arrive at the solution in a way that only you can and being an ambivert is one of the tools you have at your disposal let's talk about what introverts and extroverts are and you know you can go seek out the definitions yourself you can find something that makes sense to you to me an introvert is someone who listens before they speak there's someone who needs a little bit of quiet time for clarity and for recharging Um, they are someone who is very interested in details okay whereas an extrovert is someone who doesn't mind carrying the conversation, doesn't mind telling everybody everything they need to know, (laughs) you know, and really thrives in big social situations. What makes an extrovert a great seller? Well, if you're willing to talk to anybody about anything at any time, there are obvious strengths there. In certain product or solution-oriented situations, that's going to bode very well for you in a more transactional sale, where you really need that volume to help, that's really, really important. Where you need to be outgoing and you need to plant some ideas in some people's heads by saying, hey, you really could benefit from a solution like this. Maybe sometimes you don't even know if the person you're talking to has that problem. There are benefits to that in something that is less expensive and more transactional, particularly, those two things are mutually exclusive, but I say them both together here. You know, if it's an easy thing for you to spend money on, then, hey, it's worth me telling you. You can tell me no, but it's not a real big purchase. So the more people I talk to, the more likelihood there is that I'm going to make those sales. In a more consultative or consultative, depending on where you grew up, in a more consultative sales process, where details are more important, where the expense is often higher, where the level of expertise that you, the seller, need to bring to that conversation, I believe the scales are tilted more toward introverts. Why? Because you need to give your prospect the audience. You need to give them the opportunity. You need to put them in a place where they can tell you as many details as possible so that you can understand the problem as well as possible. So you can understand how to apply your expertise as well as possible. So you can come up with a unique solution to what their issue is. And, you know, To me, I think what can't be undersold or understated is the concept that an introvert, by using their natural conversational crutches, puts themselves in a much better position to succeed. Let's break that down a little bit. If I'm in a conversation with someone, I want to ask more questions than I answer. And whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, if you are involved in a conversation that you're very passionate about, it's really easy to find the energy. It's really easy to get excited. It's really easy to contribute. The idea that introverts don't like to talk is false, patently false. I've never met an introvert, even the most introverted, even the 0.5s on that one to 10 scale. If you get them lit up about something they're excited about, they will talk your ear off. Okay, but they don't often volunteer that kind of stuff, which means that in order to keep a conversation going, they want to ask questions and the better questions they ask, the more likely you are to get talking. And the more likely you are to get talking about something they wanted to ask you about, that keeps the conversation going for them in a way that energizes them, but they don't have to do the work. Okay. So that is what I would refer to as a conversational crutch. So if I'm coming into a sales situation, it means I'm asking more questions. means I'm asking more pointed questions. means I'm asking probably deeper questions than more, you know, deeper questions than, you know, most salespeople would ask. Um, It means that you're talking more than I'm talking. It means I'm probably asking questions that no one else is asking. Like, that's the recipe for a brilliant discovery call. And that means that I'm going to get you talking. I'm going to be more interested naturally, not in a fake way. And now I've got you leaning into this conversation the same way I'm leaning into this conversation. We're making a connection at a level that most extroverts would not be able to pull off unless they really turned on that ambivert part of their nature and, and can get involved in it. it's not that selling consultatively as an extrovert is impossible it happens every day but you have to be willing you have to be disciplined you have to be interested enough to ask the great questions that get you great answers introverts lean toward this naturally Again, it's it's the way they sometimes get through conversations at social events and things like that. If I can get other people talking, then I can just sit and listen, right? The other thing that goes along with that listening is the details that you pick up on. And I'm not going to say that extroverts are less intelligent than introverts. There's no data to show that. I'm not interested in making that claim. But when anytime you can bend a conversation toward your wheelhouse, which is what you want to do in a sales situation you're going to do better in it. That's how it works. I don't think that introverts necessarily make better sellers than extroverts or vice versa. But I think the more you know about your personality type or your style, the more you can leverage your strengths. And, uh, you know, there's it's never bad to know that. It's never bad to understand that. So um, really appreciate you being with he, uh, with me here today. Um, next week, um, another one of my favorite salespeople, another one of my favorite People, um, Todd Capone, my my brother from another sales mother, is going to be with us, and we're going to be talking about transparent selling and transparent leading of sales teams. Um, Todd is the authority on that; that's very much his brand. So we're going to dig into that. I hope you are willing to join us. Thank you for spending your time with me. There are so many podcasts out there, so many sales podcasts out there. Um, thank you for spending just a few minutes with me. It does not go unnoticed. It does not go unappreciated, and uh, Uh, looking forward to talking to you again soon. Rethink the way you sell is a pot about it production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson with music by blue dot sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajoric.